0: hey everybody welcome to the chase talks hip-hop podcast and today is a bit of a one-off i just figured i'd talk a little bit of shit i've just been uh hanging out working on music and such i've been uh programming beats a little bit this week just prepping up things um i got a project titled sophisticated corruption dropping later in the month thinking like the 28th of september that uh, would be a good route to go. Uh, drop it a little bit later, since I've recently dropped my mixtape not long ago into the into the Haze Act Three. But um, so that's what I've had going on. But um, I recently revisited an old movie I used to watch a lot as a kid. As a kid, I watched it a lot, and uh, it's a shark movie because I was obsessed with sharks, the ocean, uh, orca whales, and everything. So I'm hanging out with my girl. I put the movie on, and it it really baffles me. So the movie is Deep Blue Sea. Deep Blue Sea has Samuel L. Jackson, Thomas Jane, LL Cool J, who is great in it. Um, Michael Rapaport. <laughs> so like it has a it has a solid cast. I can't remember the main chick in it. She's really unlikable, and I realized why I forgot so much. Like when you're a kid, you can only take in like the shit that really pops out. So I remembered. All of the shark scenes when the shark is wilding out and uh throws like uh the scientist at the glass at the glass window. I thought that was great. Um what is it? Uh yeah, yeah, like certain things. Anything with the shark I remembered. But all the dialogue I completely forgot about. So I'm watching the movie and there are so many things I'm like, oh my god, like like you know, like the people, like these can't be Real people, and plus, when you're watching it, you look at the construction of this fortress that they made to house these sharks. So, if you've seen Deep Blue Sea, this when they like land, it's literally like it, it looks like a dock in the middle of the ocean. Like, you know, when they build um oil refineries in the middle of the ocean, they build them up pretty fucking high, you know, because of waves and everything. Like, and basically, this shit was like literally like, okay, you have like a dock-sized landing and then that's it. You know, it, it's like literally the ocean can do what it wants, splash over the fucking walkway like a motherfucker. So they didn't build this thing high enough because they were just focused on creating the underground area to, to house the sharks. So you, there's a major design flaw already. So... And plus, the premise, I and by the way, when I was a kid, I didn't realize the premise. I've watched this shit so many times, but the premise is that this, this scientist is working on a way to cure Alzheimer's, and how she is doing it is... She is tampering with a uh, genetic engineering to, to grow a shark's brain tissue so it can extract whatever, uh, you know, cellular enhancement the shark has because sharks don't age and they don't deteriorate uh, mentally or physically like that as they grow and, uh, you know, just live on this earth because they're fucking sharks and we're not sharks. And um, so this bitch decides to... To fucking, you know, genetically tamper with these animals, make more brain matter, and therefore they get smarter and then they're more dangerous. And this movie, like, if you're looking for some shit that just to watch and bullshit on, this is the fucking movie because I had a lot of good laughs on it. Like, um, oh my god, like like when when people get dramatic like, oh my god, Thomas Jane, the dude who played The Punisher, he's in it. Uh the first Punisher movie solid actor but my god the way they wrote him i just realized like they gave him so many like oh he's the he's the strong silent type who makes one-liners and wise cracks and you know and like there were points where he was talking i was like oh my god shut the fuck up you're so corny like they're like when like the main dude lost his arm like i'm surprised he didn't say something like well. That shark was armed with the teeth Or some shit like that Like you should have been armed for the situation Like it's like that kind of corniness Like where you're like okay You're really gonna say this shit But um you know it's the way they wrote it But there were some cool action sequences and stuff But then like with the CGI Like looking back at it When you're a kid you don't notice But I realized like oh shit the CGI is super bad But the best parts came when they would use animatronic sharks i think that was the best thing like whatever like i saw the animatronic shit it really actually put fear into my heart because sharks scam me big fucking monsters in the ocean so like the cgi shit i was like what the fuck is this like this is insanely bad but it, it was it was comical it was humorous so as the movie progresses like mind you like this chick is really just obsessed on the data and people have been dying throughout the movie who are on the crew this, this crew and everything so basically there's a midpoint uh in the movie where sam jackson is saying what, the, what what did you do and she's like well we genetically engineered these sharks they got smarter yada yada and she has like no remorse or anything about it and then literally like the one scene like, once they get up to the surface in the tower, the one scene where she expresses any remorse, she said, you know, this isn't right at all. Duh, duh, duh. And then literally she follows that up with, but you need to swim back. Like, they just escaped this underwater hellhole full of sharks. And now, like, she looks at the two guys and she's like, you guys got to swim back to get the data because without it, it's all meaningless. And of course, what happens? Michael Rappaport ends up dying. Spoiler alert. This movie came out in 01, so shut the fuck up. But, so, and it just bothers me. I'm like, oh, they're trying to show she's a changed character. And I'm like, nah, she's just just some bitch. Like, it, it gets so fucking annoying and I'm not trying to seem misogynistic, but if you watch this movie, she is a British cunt. This lady is a British cunt and, uh, you know, she, she really acts like Alzheimer's is such a rare thing. And she's the only one like like, for instance, like she told Sam Jackson in the beginning. Of, this is how she guilted and manipulated Sam Jackson. She said, she said, do you know what it's like to look at your father? And he asks, where's more where's mother? And I have to keep explaining that she did. She did. And I'm like, Jesus, H. Fuck. Like, listen, I've been around people with Alzheimer's. And I could tell you, yeah, there are moments where it may seem tense, but it's not that fucking intense. My my mom worked at retirement homes and like everything kind of moves in waves and everybody's different. And she was acting like she's the like it's not cancer. It's like it's not like it's some rare form of cancer. It's a common thing that people go through that I'm probably gonna go through like once I hit that age, you know, like knock on wood, you know, I'm happy to have my faculties currently. But it it fucks with me like it really like I was like, OK, so so throughout this whole movie, she doesn't get any more likable. And like LL Cool J is definitely like the heart of the film because he, he kind of represents the audience, like his commentary, the way he's praying in the movie. I thought LL Cool J was funny and he actually, you know, he 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 tried to fucking sell the movie. He was acting and I appreciated it. Everyone else kind was kind of phoning it in. I like Sam Jackson in it because <laughs> Sam Jackson, whenever he goes into a monologue or anything, I love that shit. And um I love the fact he's the investor in the film. I love, I love like his energy. And then when he gets eaten by the shark and everything, trying to bring the crew together, I thought that was crazy. So basically... um You know, I just thought it was just, like, the scene literally, like, she went from, like, well, I don't care, you know, just, you know, to help Alzheimer's, you know, we gotta let people get eaten by sharks. And then, again, they're in the watchtower, she's talking to Thomas Jane, and somehow, like, literally, they finally got out of the depths of hell. The depths of hell. Help is coming, hopefully. And then she sends two of the, like, most skilled engineers, the men, two of the most skilled guys on the team, to go and retrieve this fucking data, that like they could have got earlier if she remembered or maybe she should like they should have got this earlier before they got the fuck out and before it was underwater because there were just scenes where like i'm watching michael Rappaport and thomas jane under the water and i'm like how can they breathe for this long like how are they not passing out like it's insane it really is fucking insane but um overall like the movie too like it, it is pretty like it's good and it's bad. Like, going back to it and looking at it, I got a lot of joy from it. But I was like, okay, this is, like, the best worst movie I've ever seen. But, um, I like sharks and shit. So, like, when the sharks pop up, they have their moments. And there are some big fucking sharks in it. But it's also, like, that cliche 2001 movie shit where, like, they just want to strip the women into their underwear. So, it's, like, end of the movie. Like, for some reason, like, the shark rips her... or clothing off i can't remember what she was wearing she rip, rips her clothing now she's just and i was like laughing with my uh my girlfriend and everything i'm like what the fuck is this movie like it, it you see all the most like ridiculous hollywood shit and they're like oh my god and, and you know what she still wasn't likable it's like the, these characters like i'm happy ll cool j survived in the movie like that was the best part like like the fact he lived through it to tell the story was great I loved his parrot. I love his whole story arc. Him talking to God and just being like, ah, oh, fuck my life, you know, because he plays the chef. But um overall, I gotta say, I had a I had a good time with it. It was an interesting movie. Um, as far as music be coming out lately, I know B Real recently dropped some stuff. I haven't listened to Donda yet. Uh I'm not gonna listen to Certified Lover Boy, I hate the fucking album cover. No offense to Drizzy Drake, but that album cover looks like dog shit. Um, oh, and you know what? Shout out to Be Real. He did a record uh, with uh, Sue Surf. Sue Surf, my man. That is some real shit. Respect to, to Sue Surf. He's got Crazy Bone on it. DJ Paul, Ty Dollar Sign. Good for him. And uh, I'm gonna listen to Donda, people. I promise you, I will listen to Donda. I will listen to it when I have the the mental capacity. To do such a thing, and when, when everyone please, this hype train needs to stop. Stop sucking dick, okay? Just get off the hype train, all right? Because I like, I thought the Baby Keem Kendrick record was all right. I thought it was dope, but I wasn't like so like, uh, you know. I, I like it; it's cool, but I'm not gonna be like trying to ride this hype train like everybody else. I'm gonna be who I am and say what the fuck I want, and um, so lately. <laughs> What is it? nothing I'm I'm diverging off again from this tangent onto another one, but uh, the other day, uh, my girlfriend she uh, she came home with a Red Bull and like you know she she's a uh, like there's nothing like more like interesting than, like seeing like a woman like get jacked up on a Red Bull like I love my girlfriend so much like she she's like a little like firecracker she gets jacked up on this big can of Red Bull and um, I like watching her I'm like shit that made me crave a Red Bull. Yeah. And uh, so yesterday I got a sugar-free Red Bull uh, on my way home from work. And I'm like, oh my God, so good. And I sent her a text message. And this is after already caffeinating myself. Like these past two days, people, I've caffeinated myself pretty high. And I've been consuming more more calories, you know. And I just felt like it. I felt like my body needed some energy. And um, so I, I've been, uh, I, I decided to drink a Red Bull yesterday. And my God, like, oh, like it was, it was a good feeling. I mean, on the way back, I talked to my friend, James Lovato, we were reminiscing on uh, eating edibles and shit, longboarding, talking about Six Flags. It was a good time. And, um, you know, literally like, and also this, this is a due to my schedule, how much I'm working. My body gets really tired physically. So literally when I get home, I hang out for a couple of hours and then like around 5.15, say I get home around four-ish around 5 15 after chilling i uh fall asleep and shit i just pass out and i'm like laying on a hardwood floor and my lord hardwood floor is very very comfortable like i'm not gonna like pretend that it isn't like like people who like complain and say oh i need a temper and i'm like maybe i'm not at that point my back hurts sometimes i've done jujitsu a lot i do hard labor i've had a landscaping business so i know about this shit but I'm not going to lie, I felt fucking comfortable and then when I woke up. I felt a little groggy, but for the most part, I was refreshed. Got some drinks from my girlfriend, her sister, you know, we hung out, smoked. I felt good. I fell asleep last night around 1 a.m., woke up a little groggy-ish, but, you know, so I, I'm good, you know what I mean? I got a little bit of ca- caffeine in me, a little cup of coffee, then I grabbed a Red Bull, a little sugar-free Red Bull, and I was like, fuck it, you know, I might... Uh, you know, may as well do it. May as well dance, you know, walk with the devil a little bit. And I blame my girlfriend for me drinking Red Bulls again. Um, But I'm not going to go crazy. I'm cutting it off after today. I got the discipline to do such a thing. Sometimes I think it's good for people to kind of like, you know, it's okay to go off the rails a little bit. Just don't go so far off, you know. And it brings about conversation because like yesterday I got the chance to talk to James Lovato. And, uh, oh my God, I gotta get him on the podcast soon Because I, like, the people who don't know him He's a good buddy of mine He was, he literally, like, I heard my first musical creations from middle school My shitty ones And he's been there from the jump he, He's, a—I uh, I've recorded at his place He's helped engineer so much music for me City, Radiant, certain records I love And, um, yeah, he's just a good friend Like, a good fucking friend And, you know, coming, when it comes down to it like um, our conversation was just so real. We're reminiscing about, fucking like skateboarding, copping an eighth of weed, and then smoking that shit in the same day. It was like those like those memories you cherish as a as a kid. You know, not like a fucking five year old, but I'm talking like we're in high school. You know, selling weed, just eh, oh everything, eating edibles. Like we were, we went deep. You know, in conversation because it's like those those to me like, I I don't get. You know, like, listen, when I was a kid, you know, when I was younger in high school, whatever, we played video games. I'm not going to pretend like, oh, I I was playing video games, but we were still getting out and getting into shit. And that's like, I reminisce on that. Like, I, I hope my son, you know, God forbid, not not getting crazy, but, you know, like have fun getting into the adventures because we were saying like going to get weed was just as much of an adventure, like, as, like, fucking smoking it. Like, it it was different. And nowadays, it, the joy is, is a little cut out because uh, we got dispensaries, retail, etc. But there was nothing more fun than, like, being like, oh, we're going to go skate this hill, this gnarly fucking hill, hope we make it, go cop some weed. And, um, yeah, like, these conversations are priceless to me. And, like, it's one of those things, like, you got to, like, hit up your friend, shoot the shit with them a little bit. It's very important, you know, for everybody. And that's pretty much what it's been like this past week. I've just been looking at apartments too, looking to move, working out here in Chatsworth. Um I've had this fucked up uh skinned my knee really bad. So I've been uh taking a couple days from jiu-jitsu, I'm getting back into it tonight, you know, getting myself like prepped up mentally um yeah and and i'm looking to like i wonder if there's like a nice mma gym so once i get around Chatsworth, i can diversify a bit i miss uh doing more striking i've just been able to hit the bag while i'm at 24 hour fitness and that's good you know i'm trying to get into 24 hour fitness maybe two three times a week just lift a little bit running outside of that you know running is how i skin my knee i fucking fell down like uh off the corner of Magnolia in the C- Fucking skinned my knee really bad. But um yeah, that's pretty much been my week, people, you know, I've just been having fun. Last night I played Grand Theft Auto Five, my girlfriend. We we're just catching bodies and I swear there were so many times I was just accelerating and I fucking just hit I would just hit some shit and fly out and Trevor would die in the game. And we laughed so fucking much because it's like every time it would happen, the game clip would get recorded and uploaded. And there was one point when I died, I literally flew and did three flips, like a triple axle flip. And that shit made me die, die of laughter. But um, anyway, guys, that was my little like uh, 20 minutes, 18 minutes to spiel. I love you guys for listening. Please check out the last podcast with Mubarak Alpha Blondie. Um, I really enjoyed that. I've been also cutting clips from it, uploading it. Uh, Mubarak is a great fucking dude, by the way. I had such a great conversation. And if you listen to it, I'm sorry about all the cuts that happened. There were points where the, the Wi-Fi would uh, shit out on us and Mubarak's audio would cut out. So so Gio would have to bring him back, restart it. Um, but Gio, shout out to Gio, Gio for fucking bringing it together. He really is a great editor and it's so smooth when he transitions everything. So much respect to Gio. And um, yeah, this has just been a a pretty fun week I'm gonna, let's see, I won't be doing a podcast in the studio these next couple weeks Because I need to schedule out some things And uh, make sure I'm putting away enough money to do so Because again, this all takes time and money Um, But yeah, that's that's pretty much it Other than that, I'm just gonna stay hustling keep um, Pretty much keeping up my routine um labor day is coming up i want everyone to enjoy their weekend i finally have three days off in a row it's been a long time since that's happened so i'm gonna enjoy it people stay active enjoy have some drinks smoke some weed whatever i'm gonna do i'll feel it out i may i may i may and i may not you know i'm not much of a drinker i'm not gonna lie but i i not against it you know not against it it's funny like when i was young it's like i'm never gonna drink never gonna drink now i'm like now yeah, fuck it, let's make some vodka, (laughs) you know, so, hey, it's all about balance, right, you know, moderation, No, can't, can't kill ourselves by uh, doing too much, but at the same time, you're killing yourself if you ain't really doing anything, so, gotta have some fun, people. Anyway, have a great day, it's Chase Talks Hip Hop, signing off, peace.